Welcome back to the Split Screen Gaming Podcast! In the left corner we have... Chad Michael Innes. In the right corner we have... Holden Depardo. And tonight they're gonna fight until each other's eyes turn to jelly and toast to 2018 being a great year. That's what the toast will be. So far, that was... Uh... So we're gonna uh, fight hold on, and we're I'm not done with the intro, and uh, this is the Occasionally <laughs> Weekly Podcast, where two friends and... Uh, Three friends. Somebody's home. <laughs> somebody's home, you guys. Everybody, go check your door, because somebody's waiting. It's gonna be a good episode. That was almost like, episode. is your refrigerator running? Is your... I, okay, do you remember the show Drake and Josh? Of course. Okay. In high school, I had a girl who was really big in the dancing community... She was a dancer, and so she had okay. done. She had also been like an extra on a few shows, but she, her best friend, was dating Drake's Drake Bell's best friend. Ooh! So she had Drake Bell's phone number, and she gave me Drake Bell's phone number so that we could prank call him. <laughs> so two years later, fast forward, he didn't he didn't pick up or anything like that. Whenever we called him, fast forward two years later to college, we're intoxicated at a Sonic, and I say, guys. I have Drake Bell's phone number. Call him. He answers, and I don't know what to say. So I say, is your refrigerator running? And he hangs up. (laughs) How many phone calls do you think he gets like that? Probably not very many. If he hung up immediately, he might have heard that before. No, I doubt it. It was a number he didn't recognize, and... Well, do you want a question you should have asked him? What should I have asked him? What games are you playing this week, Chad? Oh, and I'll start our first time code. Good question, Holden. Let me think about that. What's Let the right answer to that, that question? There's only one right answer. It's the game you've been playing There this are week. four right answers, Holden. One of wow. them is, of course, our game of the month, which, which is, is... Earthbound. Earthbound. Earthboundio, if you are from Guatemala. <laughs> No, that's not how it works. No, that was the Guatemalan release name. You know, it was Mother 2 in Japan, Earthbound in America, mm-hmm. and everywhere else. And then in Guatemala, it was Earthboundio. <laughs> you can just picture the Nintendo meeting, like, someone's like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Ship it out. <laughs> Are you sh- um, Reggie, um, I have a question about that one. Reggie did not exist back then. He yes, was he born a 35-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> and he only was born... Ten years ago. He's 45, right? (laughs) That sounds right. Also, uh, Tom was over last night, played a little bit of Cuphead. Fun. Yeah, that game's just great. Just great. But then I played two other things for the first time. Uh, Did you play the Dissidia Final Fantasy open beta? No. It's all right. You have two more chances with different characters to play. I played that for about 45 minutes. About 41 minutes of that was doing all the goddamn tutorials. Oh, I'm not Holy surprised. Holy shit. I think the first game I played had way too many tutorials, and it almost deterred me from the game. But then I played the game, and it was good. But I remember, I mean, I realized why it has so many tutorials, and it's, it's because there are way too many goddamn systems going on in this game. So <laughs> many. There's the First of all, it's not the traditional fighter where, hey, I hit you, and that takes away from your life. It is... I'm going to do bravery attacks, which don't damage you at all, but they take away from your bravery and add to mine. And then I'm going to use that bravery to do that same amount of damage to you using a health attack. And then aside from that, 
Yeah, it's the yeah. same as it was before, yeah. Yes, and then aside from that, you also have like, oh, I have two special powers that I also have to wait for them to recharge so that I can use those. But again, those don't do damage attacks. And then you have summons, which are another waiting for them to recharge, and they show up and you attack them, kind of like the Smash Ball and Smash mm-hmm. Bros. Brawl. And then, of course, you have to sit there and hold the touchpad while you summon them. And you have all of that while managing a 3v3 battle, and it's just, it's too much. It's too much, Holden. I couldn't keep up with it. And the, I don't think they had 3v3 battles in the PSP Oh, no, the PSP version. versions were definitely just, one-on-one. Yeah, one-on-one, and that worked. That, I liked that game a lot. I was it's also just, a lot younger, so my judgment on games was not as strong as it is now. That's so. true. Yeah, there's there's way too many things going on. And, I mean, if you're in a fighting community and uh, Japanese people typically like more complex... I'm not going to make some hasty generalizations, but I'm about to make a hasty generalization. <laughs> they like more complex <laughs> gaming systems because us Westerners like our it's more of very an, easy... Like, simple to understand. I just want to go in and shoot things because I'm an it's American. It's meaner to Westerners than it is to Japanese it people. Is. It so is. So we're saying Japanese people are smart enough that they can handle They're a more that. advanced culture. They don't have guns. Do um, they have guns? But also, just in general, like, the movement speed. I feel like it's a game that's all about, like, you are these Final Fantasy characters and you're going to slice and dice and kill and murder. And then it's like, oh, also you don't kill people. They become incapacitated. <laughs> um, but... It's, it's like the movement speed. So no so fatalities in Dissidia? Right. Like no rip fatali- cloud spine fatali- out and finish him. No. So in general, I'm like, well, I'm really glad I didn't pay for this and I played the beta instead. Because it doesn't seem like it's a, like, oh, I played the beta and there were a couple of things. Oh, they might be able to fix that. But no, it was like the core mechanics of the game that it was like, I understand why people might like this, but it's mm-hmm. it's not for me. It's too much going on. Yeah, I've... I would rather play the old version again because that's the one I remember. I don't feel like paying sixty bucks to get another version of this game. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a hu- I don't have a huge like, lust for Final Fantasy characters that I would want to play a Final Fantasy fighting game. Well, you've got two more weekends to try it out just in case you feel like lusting again. Nope. Uh, and then I played one more thing. I played Doom VFR. Oh, how was that? I liked it a lot. Did you I play the original Doom at all? I did play the original Doom. It well, like, was, I, I guess played it on the graphing calculator TI eighty nine. I guess what I, I meant is, did you play the a, the new Doom on PS4? On a PC, I did not play anything aside from the demo on PS4. Okay, but I did play this one. Highly recommend it. Uh, this was Very great good. too. It mm-hmm. was. I I thought moving was going to be weird, but you have all sorts of different movement patterns, just like every good VR game has now. Just in case to kind of so you can teleport. You can also walk around and move. Yeah, you can teleport or you can move the thumbstick. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was under on. the impression that it was only teleporting, and I'm like, that doesn't work for me. because That's, that's all that's on by the, default, yeah. It, I prefer the moving around when playing Doom and kind of yeah. ducking into a corner and getting out, and I feel like the warping would kind of break that a little bit. But. The default that, that turned on, and this is what the industry as a whole seems to have settled on for right now, is teleportation and the pie chart kind of spinning and, and rotating, mm-hmm. like you rotate in degrees. Um, but of course there are so many options. So I turned off the pie chart thing. I turned on regular movement, but also you have the option to teleport as well while you're moving. Yeah. Just because if you've experienced a little bit more VR and you're comfortable with it, then you can take that. And it's a little bit more pleasurable of a gameplay experience, but that game is so fast paced. The opposite of Dissidia. So fast paced running and gunning you. And this one allows you to, you teleport into somebody to have them explode Whenever they're flashing that blue, I'm sure you remember that mechanic from the game. Oh, that's where cool. You I run like that. Them. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, uh, so, yeah, I've played kind of like the first level of that. Played for like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. 
Very, very interested. Definitely going to do it again. I'll continue that game. I bought that game for money, so I've paid money for this. I have to play Ooh. it. You have to play it now because yeah. there's never been a game you bought and didn't complete. That's the the least true thing you've ever said. About you? Yeah. Yes. I don't know anyone who buys every game they beat. Every Dude. Beats everyone they buy. Every game I beat, I buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I steal it, I beat it, and then I go buy the game. And they're like, hey, oh, this that was worth money. money. Retroactively, I can see that was worth money, so I'll give the developers <laughs> money. So those are the four things I played. Holden, the fuck you play? I played two games this week. You played this Tomb week. Raider games? Two games. You played... Which two games? <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm trying <laughs> to decide. It's a to tough question. Um, no, so I played the game of the month, Earthbound. Played that a little bit. So I won't say anything because we'll wait to the end of the month to talk about that. Do you but know I, about how far in it you are? Um, I'm actually not as far as I'd like to be. I'm at this point past where I was when you're playing it last year. Which town are you in? So like, like Twanson or something like that. I'm really early Tucson. in the game. Tucson, yeah. It's Onet, O-N-E, Onet. Tucson, yep. Threed, and Foreside. Oh, all right, I get one, that. two, three, four. One, two, three, also, four. Also, okay. did you read the sign on Tucson? No, I didn't. The sign that says, Our name is Tucson because we weren't first. <laughs> 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 but enough about Earthbound. Uh, you're very far behind. I'm very far behind. Yeah, I can yeah. I can beat it in time. I'm not worried about that. But um, I've been playing the witness on iPad. I got it on an iPad. Oh, that game that I wasn't fond of. I appreciate it, and, but it's not for me. Yeah, I mean, you don't like puzzle games, so it's not like no. you'd be like, this is not the puzzle game to sway anybody on puzzle games. I enjoy puzzles when they're a smaller mechanic in another game. Oh, it is a very small mechanic that takes no, up the up. entirety of the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> witness so, on iPad. I imagine, man, I bet that's gorgeous on like a 12.9-inch iPad Pro. Oh, I bet it is too. On an iPad Air, however, because I have iPad Air from oh, a few years ago. I bet ago. that game is like melting your iPad. It doesn't look fantastic. Actually, it's funny is I have, a, I have an iPhone 7 and I have an iPad yep. Air. I started on my iPhone 7 and I'm like, this looks really, really nice. Yeah. It plays super smooth. The screen's just a little small. I'll put it on my iPad and it will also look really nice and play very <laughs> smoothly. And it hasn't, but it's not been so bad that I can't play it. I actually still prefer playing it on iPad. Okay. And there's one reason I love playing this game on iPad. For people who don't know what the witnesses, you're on this island and you're the only life on the island. You're just kind of walking around and solving these line puzzles that in some way are, um, in some way reflect what is happening on the island. So you might have like uh, an apple tree and the branches, and they branch out, one of the branches is an apple on it. That turns out that's the solution to the, to the puzzle right next to it. So there's some sort of like element that combines with the island. And I'm glad you explained that. I'm sure everyone has a much better understanding after that explanation. <laughs> like, oh, I get it. The branches that branch out with the apple. Well, no, I'm saying like there's something in the, on the island that correlates to the puzzle you're about to solve. So you see a I'm tree. Joking. It looks like the tree on the, on the line puzzle. I'm joking. So you did great. I'm proud of you. You're just making fun of me because I'm very easy to make fun of. No, no, you're doing wonderful, Holden. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Thanks, Chad. Thank, I can do it. So the reason it's great on iPad is that I can take a screenshot on the iPad and then I can draw on the screenshot to like oh! test solutions out. And it's worked really, really well. Nice. I'm at one right now where there are shadows that line up on top of the line puzzle. And you have to solve it in a way that avoids the shadow. And then it gets more complicated where the shadow is to the left of the puzzle. And it doesn't line up on top of the puzzle itself. So you have to kind of interpret 
the shadows to what you're going to do on the line puzzle. In this particular one, it's on two, it's on three boards, all of which are skewed a little bit. So it's really hard to tell which lines line up. So they took a screenshot and I was drawing lines to connect the different um, shadows. So I had a better idea of what I was trying to solve. And it's made the game a lot more approachable, but it is still very hard. They, Haven't you beat this game before? I have, and I'm actually having you fun didn't with it. You memorize because, all of the puzzles? No, I did not at all. I'm actually having a really hard time with areas that I've done and completed before. It's a very, very clever game. And playing it again, too, I have a much clever better appreciation. Girl. Clever girl. Great Jurassic Park reference. Um, Thank you. The, the world design is incredible in this game. It's so good just how well everything ties together. And... Yeah. There's also, this is kind of a spoiler, but it's been out for a while now, so you guys are hearing a spoiler. You don't have anything. You have, you have no say. Um, the There are these puzzles that are part of the world itself. So you might look up in the sky, and there's a cloud that looks just kind of like a puzzle would. So you can actually draw on that and solve it. And I just have a better eye for that now. So I'm able just to be like, oh, there's a puzzle right there, and there's a puzzle right there. And I'm just having fun walking around the island and finding the little puzzles. It's just it's just actually a little more entertaining, and I also like just doing it on iPad. It's really great doing this on a touchscreen device. Yeah, it just it feels like it was made for iPad. I Is think it the joysticks that you're moving around with. So that's my downside. Yeah, when you're solving the puzzles, it's made for iPad. When you're navigating, I really want a controller so badly because yeah. you're not using joysticks, you're not even using virtual joysticks. You're doing like the tap to walk forward, and then uh... swiping around, and it. Some of the areas are pretty narrow where you're in, and it just doesn't work as well. I've gotten used to it, and it doesn't bother me. It by no means disrupts the experience. There is one positive side to that, though. You can be, you can look at something really far out and then just tap it and then just be like, okay, I'm just going to wait until I walk there now. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. <laughs> so that's kind of nice. There's one point where... I, I always this... love a good time where you can just tap on the game and then not play the game that you bought. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. Here's, here's an example. I, I was in this jungle area. I solved this puzzle, and then this platform ri- raised up, and I didn't know how to get back to that to the other side of that blockade again. So I just kind of positioned myself in a way that I could see the other side of the blockade, and I just tapped over there, and then just waited as my character walked around most of the map to get nice, back to nice. that point. It was nice. It was nice. So... So I've, I've been playing The Witness. If you haven't played The Witness and you're curious about it, start on iPad. It is, a th- uh, I think, a fourth of the price. And I think it's the probably the better way to play it if you're curious about it. Cool. So, so yeah. I wanted to mention one more thing about Doom VFR real quick. Oh, Chad. I have this had issue. had your time to talk. Oh, my God. I had this <laughs> issue <laughs> where the HUD kind of doesn't fit within my viewing angle. Ooh. So, like, if I want, like, the the mission objective comes up like way far to my left eyeball, and of course, if I turn my head, it turns with me, so I can't actually see it because it's tracking on my helmet. Oh, but that would be cool to, like, if you did look over and it did show up. That would have been kind of cool, but the opposite of terrible. Right? It's really yeah. bad. So I'm like looking super to the left, and it's kind of blurry, and it's a little bit outside of. So, I mean, I could like Google it, but. If somebody else has had that same issue and they figured out a way to fix it, because I looked in the settings and I couldn't find anything, like tweet me at split screen GP or at NS Chad Mike. 
I won't because I don't have an answer for you. <sighs> Holden, what the fuck are you even doing here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Holden, tell me you have all sorts of nudies. I have lots of news stories this week. Tell me about I, two of your nudies. So I do want to talk about the, how the Nintendo Direct got announced because that happened. But I want to segue into our discussion okay. on that once we get there. Can we talk about that at the end of our news nudies? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Nice. So here's something that wasn't announced in the Direct that I was very excited about. And, and I didn't think I'd be excited about it. And I feel stupid being excited about this yeah. game. Do you know what it is? Can you take a guess? Detective Pikachu? Yes. Me too! <laughs> okay, cool. So, at first, I watched the trailer for this game, and it's this little kid looking at a Pikachu, and Pika's going, Pika, 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 and I'm like, oh, God, this looks horrible. And then he, this other Poke- Pikachu with the detective hat starts talking like he's been smoking for 15 years. <laughs> like, hey, did you confuse me with that Pikachu? And I'm like, oh, my God, this game's amazing. <laughs> I really want to play this. So, I did not expect that at all. It looks pretty fantastic it looks like a kid's game but it looks really fun i don't know what i just the personality of pikachu is what sold me on that it does and i love all the like detective shit that it yeah. looks like you're doing in the trailer two things i don't like one why is it on 3ds i know please all be on the Switch. character models look like they're just covered in vaseline and it's gross two <laughs> that ginormous ass detective pikachu amiibo did you see it i didn't see it was ginormous i saw it is it huge it's huge it's like Three or four times taller than other amiibos. It's like Whoa. the size of this cup. It's the size of my head. Because I, obviously I can't imagine putting that on top of a 3DS to tap. The <laughs> I know, right? It's a little ridiculous. <laughs> um, did they give a release date on that at all? Just March for right now. Just March. But I'm excited. spoilers for the for the direct. I was and at first I was like, why did they announce this the day after the direct? I was like, oh, it's 3DS and the direct was all switch shit. Yep, which is a positive. We'll get to that, though. Yeah. The other thing that kind of correlates is there's a Pikachu 2DS XL now coming to the West. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Looks pretty cool. Looks nice. Pikachu's kind of like um, his little nose. It sticks out. Did you see the 3DS, like the picture of my 3DS that I showed you? Yeah, that's a big bummer. Yeah, all of the, on the back side of it, from like on both sides. With oh, my, is it really with on both sides? It. It's on both sides. It's, yeah, identical on both sides because my You've palms, You've been playing the shit out of Earthbound. <laughs> I, yeah, is... I guess so. But it's like the gold the gold leafing, I guess, for the Majora's Mask edition is peeling I'm off. honestly surprised because I'm going to take a guess here that I play my 3DS a lot more often than you do. I guess sweaty palms run in my family. I have sweaty palms too. I got sweaty hands. Yeah, but do you always wear gloves when you play it? You look like the Dickie Roberts type. <laughs> yes, I wear gloves <laughs> every time I play my video games. Oh, so, hey, let's stick with Pikachu for a little bit. You have more Pikachu news? I do have more Pikachu news. I just wanted to point out that uh, because I'm an addict, hi, my name is Chad Michaelinis, and I play Pokemon Go every day of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to point out a kind of cool thing that Pokemon Go is doing, and they are once a month going to have a community day, and there will oh, be a, cool. special, a special type of Pokemon that is available for a stretch of a few hours, and everywhere all over the world, anyone who plays, they'll be able to see that Pokemon more and catch it, and special things will happen. It'll know an exclusive move. And get this, the first one happens next weekend. And it's Detective Pikachu. It's Pikachu, but this Pikachu will know Surf. Get it? Because Pokemon Yellow, he could learn Surf or something? Because Pokemon Yellow is a throwback to Surfing Pikachu. I didn't... didn't 
does he he just did he just swim behind you or did he actually there was like surf? a little there was like a sir i couldn't i never actually did it myself but i know that there was a big rumor in that one that and i i think there was like a mini game you could play uh where you could have there's like a surfing game in there that oh, and wasn't pikachu in red and blue and pikachu okay. could play oh, so it's a okay. little tribute to pokemon yellow surfing pikachu interesting, interesting. uh i'm gonna look into that and Bef- just because i have yeah. a topic that relates to pokemon go yeah well, I mean, you might already have this I don't think I have any other Go stuff. This is, I think, pretty big for Pokemon Go. Um, they're dropping support for devices that can't run iOS 11. Good. Good. Um, and I don't think it's because of the um, the AR kit that iOS 11 has. They've said as much, basically. They've said it, they're adding improvements in the next update that are just too much for any an iPhone 5 or earlier or an iPad 4th yeah. gen and earlier. So just thought that was Good. worthwhile. I support that, and I, I support not only because, first of all, it takes advantage of new hardware and lets them do cool things when they're able yep. to leave behind people who have seven-year-old thousand devices. Yeah. But it also, have you ever seen Pokemon Go run on an Android phone? No. So Tom has an Android phone, and I have an iPhone. And anytime we'd go out, it it is, it's like a frame per second. Like oh. trying to, like the Pokeball, as you like kind of curve it or mm-hmm. throw it, it's like so stuttery. It's awful. It. It's terrible, and it sucks down his battery life super bad. So I am supportive of leaving behind those older devices, which isn't too old. It's still 5S no, and iPhone, higher. iPhone 5S is, what, that's 2013? If you're playing on 5C, get the fuck out. <laughs> um, I thought that was worth mentioning, so I don't want to take away from your news. You can now share news, Chad. <laughs> oh, you're so nice. Uh, you're going to deplete all my news so quick because you have so much more than I do. Um... I, I, uh, you say one. I'm lost. I'm looking You're at lost? news, but okay. I'm not actually reading the stories that I'm looking at. So go. So this is not from the direct itself, but it's kind of related. Dark Souls Remaster is coming to Switch, of course, but it's also coming to PS4, Xbox One. Yeah, and it's going to be 1080p on Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. But the Switch version will be 30 frames per second, as opposed to 60 on the PS4 and Xbox One. However, if you have a Pro or you have an Xbox yeah, One yeah, X, yeah, 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 you're yeah, going to play this game yeah. at 4K. 4,000 Ks. <laughs> That's ginormous. <laughs> That's way bigger than 4K. <laughs> so many Ks. Um, That's yeah, going to be that. gorgeous. It's going to be great. Very happy to see this game's coming out. Me too. Anyway. Me too. I'm, I'm, I am torn, though. Like it's gonna have 4K upscale or upres graphics, but the textures yeah. themselves, I don't believe, are actually getting. Yeah, they've said they've new not textures changed and the character assets. models. So I'm like, is it worth it to play that 60 frames a second on my PS4, or do I get this on the Switch? I think this is a Switch game because I just can't wait to play this like on the go, or like, oh, I want to lay in bed and play some Dark Souls. I don't know if it, you know me. Anytime I have the opportunity to buy yeah. something multi-platform, I will always go. Excuse me, Switch first. Yeah, and it's Especially May, right? Game. So I'll, I'll be I'll be hurting for some Switch stuff by then. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have some stuff to talk about. But Maybe. it's also coming to PC as well. And this is kind of upset some people because they're charging their customers for the remaster. Whereas like Skyrim just gave the, the special edition to anyone who had bought Skyrim before on PC. I think which that's is what, really they, cool what they did them. with Bioshock as well. Yeah, Um what makes it worse is that when they first put up the announcement for Dark Souls on PC, they said, 
50% off if you bought the game before. And then that just disappeared and they go, oh, yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> oh, no. So I think at the very least they need to make it up and give it away for 50% off at the very least. Because yeah. it's kind of ridiculous. They're going to sell a ton of this on Switch. They're going to sell a ton of it on PS4 and Xbox One. It will make its money back. Yeah. It's also an update. It's not like if they changed the assets, if they did a lot of legwork on it, it'd be fine. They are improving the multiplayer, but that's not really a huge jump. Whereas Skyrim Remaster was huge. That was a yeah big jump up, technically speaking. So cool. Hey, I found a story. You found uh, a speaking story. Speaking of remasters from previous generation consoles, Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered finally got officially announced. Yes, I we saw, saw a rumor for it. We've talked about it a little bit, but now it is officially coming to PlayStation Four and Xbox One on March twentieth from Ubisoft. I found it interesting, you know, that since Ubisoft has been, I mean, kind of supporting the Switch. I mean, they made Mario Rabbids, which has been a runaway success. Yeah. But they didn't have this. It's a PS3 that's and a Xbox good, 360 game. That's a good so point. So I don't see why it wouldn't run on a Switch. Very good point. Nevertheless, coming out March 20th, that same week of everything else in the world. So that's coming. And Assassin's Creed Rogue, that was the, the one that came out same time as Unity. But Unity mm-hmm. was for new consoles. Rogue was for old ones. So a lot of people didn't play Rogue. Apparently it was the better of the two that year as well. Yeah, I did hear that. Because they wanted to release two, because I think at that point, the PS4 and Xbox One were still pretty new. One more rumor about a Switch port. Ooh. South Park for Nintendo Switch has been listed by an Aussie retailer, Sanity. Uh, I really like this article from Press Start. Press Start is the name of the uh, publication that I found it on. And a lot of times they were like, (laughs) I'll read some of this. This one seems like a no-brainer, but still to be taken with a grain of salt at the moment. Aussie retailer Sanity, parentheses, who even knew they still existed, let alone sold games, parentheses, have listed South Park. Like, this weird offshoot Australian game retailer. Like, well, I don't know why they're important. <laughs> but that game might be coming out March 13th, it looks like, if they are to be believed. Which is another Ubisoft game, supporting Switch. So that's exciting, because that's a fantastic game, and I think all kids should play it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I actually wouldn't be surprised if... Nintendo let that on their system because they do want to break that we're just for kids. And I can't think of anything oh, else yeah. that breaks that we're only for kids than South Park. I don't just, know. Uh, fucking murdering Nazis and that Hitler scene in Wolfenstein 2 is is a pretty good one, too. Yeah. But I guess when a parent thinks of things my kids shouldn't watch, they don't think of Wolfenstein. They think of South Park or Grand Theft Auto or something like that. You're right. Although I have, um, I have publicly stated on here that my parents let me watch South Park as a kid, but I was not allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead or Ren and Stimpy. Oh, I have so many questions for you after recording this podcast because <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> um, that's really funny. Yep. There are some intelligent aspects to South Park. I don't like that show, but there's definitely oh, yes. some smart humor in that show for sure. I'm, definitely. I can admit to that. Um, do you want me to go next? Yes, I want you to go next. Oh, my gosh. So... Let's see here. I think this is really awesome. Have you heard okay. of Have you heard of the um, the uh, Ultra Game Boy? Have you heard of this? Ultra Game Boy is that the new thing that was at CES? Yeah, yeah. It plays so, carts, not ROMs or anything like that. Yep. So it's it emulates uh, Game Boy games. And you have to put the cartridge in it. It looks just like a Game Boy used to. It has a backlit screen, and it's aluminum. So it's gonna be like I guess higher quality than a plastic Game Boy was, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's still a black and white screen, which I kind of feel like I want to play some Game Boy Color Is games it black and as well. white, not black and green? So it's – I'm confused on that. It is black and white, but they said on the final version they're going to have an RGB 
color tint slider. Ah. Which means, if, to me, if you say RGB, I'm expecting colors. But they mean you're going to be able to change the tint of the screen. I wonder if that's like, you know, if you ever played Pokemon Red or Blue mm-hmm. on a Game Boy Color. How, like, the whole game is, instead of being black and white, it's red and white or blue and white. Oh, I didn't know they did that. That's kind of cool. You didn't know that? Yeah, I had no idea. Um, or, like, so the yellow version, how they, like, change yeah. every town as a different color. It's going to be less than $100, is what they've said. Yeah. Which, that's pretty compelling. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty compelling. And if you can I, find Game Boy cartridges. Um, you can find some, I'm sure. There are some retro gaming stores. Yeah. You can buy them on eBay and stuff. Whether they work or not, that's kind of be really shitty if you got one on eBay and it doesn't <laughs> have a battery anymore or something like that. Yep. But my favorite feature about this, because I'm a dork, is that it charges off of the USB-C, which just makes me so happy because everything should yep. be USB-C. Such, I agree. Anytime I buy a new product now and it has micro USB in it, I take that cable. They fail. And I charge my thing with it because I have no other choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's an important new story, I think. I think it's very cool. I bet yeah, you... we'll see how relevant that is when it finally comes out and Game Boy Color Classic has been already released by Nintendo. In that case, I would it's, buy that instead. <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper, has ROMs loaded on it. It'll have a backlit screen that's probably also color. Yeah. And it better charge off USB-C because the Switch does. And if they put micro USB on that thing, I would seriously buy the Ultra instead. <laughs> Simply just because of Ultra, uh, USB-C. I want yep. it. I want it, I want it, I want it. Go for it, Chad. Oh, yeah. For the first time in 11 years, this comes from Kotaku, the Japanese console game market has grown. Year after year for the last over a decade, every single year, Japanese hardware sales have been down, and this for the first time, it has grown. And a lot of that has been due to the PS4 being super successful, and the Nintendo Switch's obvious, amazing, mm-hmm. like, record-setting sales. The last time that they saw a positive uptick was in 2006, and that was when the DS Lite, the Nintendo Wii, and the PS3 launched. So it's pretty mm-hmm. telling. Uh, I think that's super exciting. And also, remember, consoles are dead. Console gaming is dead. They are so dead. They're so dead, in fact, that over the holiday season, the PlayStation 4 sold 6 million units, and it was in third place. <laughs> uh, that's very telling. I don't think that's not a bad sign for Sony. 6 million yeah. is a ton of units to sell in, a in holiday season. A ton of units. The only reason Xbox outpaced them is because they had a new console out, and Switch outpaced them because it's the Switch, and it's just been dominating this year. Yeah. So... That's good Dominatrix. for them. Dominatrix. Dominatrix Switch. Shicks. Shicks yep. goddess. I'm a dominate Switch. I just dominate Switch games. That's what that means, right? Look at you. You're branching out. Branching out. Playing new Switch careers. games is so new for me. No, dominating the Switch. No, I, yeah. Sex, I, I sex work is hard work, and it is real work, and it is nothing to be <laughs> laughed at. Someone has to do it. They, they work. It is a living, <laughs> and it's not easy. What Unless you you're just Chad? really good at it, and then it might be easy. Uh, yeah, I do what I'm I love, one I do what I'm more. good at. And exactly. It's dom- exactly. dominatrix, yeah. <laughs> so we talked last week, I think it was last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago, about how I want 343 to do something new, kind of in the vein of Guerrilla Games doing Horizon mm-hmm. and Last of Us coming from Naughty Dog. And while it might not be something completely new, 343 Indices has said that Halo 6 will not be seen this year. 
their quote from the community manager on the 343 blog says, 2018 has arrived, and with it, the promise of fun new ga- times to be had and adventures to be embarked upon. No, not those adventures. And then from IGN, it says, seemingly a reference to mainline Halo games. But plenty of exciting ones regardless, some of which might surprise you more than others. Um, I think what this might be, uh, there's, I think it was like a two or three months ago, there was a very brief five-minute Halo HoloLens demo where you could basically like just go look at grunts and things like that in augmented reality. That but I have like a fun. feeling, <laughs> yeah, it was not something super um, in-depth. But I think this might be either a way for them to branch out and make something in the Halo universe that's a little bit different. Or maybe this is us seeing their AR, mixed reality, whatever it is, offering. Or hopefully, something new that they've been working on on the side. So, keep an eye out for that. We'll probably see something about it at E3 this year. Tell me something, because I only have like two stories left. I have a lot of stories left. I'm burning through all my stories. Um, So, I'll go through a bunch of kind of small ones here. Okay. For one, we have... Sea of Thieves is getting a closed beta in two weeks, <laughs> which the only reason I'm excited about is cool. People will play it. And they can finally tell us what you actually do. On I can't wait to play that. Is, hold on. What are the dates of that? I'm going to write it down. Right it, I just have it two weeks. I don't have the actual specific dates for it right now. What kind of a journalist are you? <laughs> I'm not a journalist. There's your answer. I'll Google <laughs> it. I'll probably miss it. So I'm just. I just want to know what this game is like. I'm dying yeah. to know because every time they show, they're like, you're a pirate. Great. What does that really mean in terms of being a game, though? I know. So, curious to see that. I mean, people then, seem like they're having fun when they played at trade shows and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Whatever. Fuck that game. I want, so, I want it to be fun. I want Microsoft to succeed, but that game just looks It's also so from good. Rare, and Rare makes good games. So well. They, they have a good history. Well... I'll, well, you, I'll do, I will continue, say, and since, I'll look up their last few games and tell them. Yeah, no, 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 that's a good point because since they've been bought by Microsoft, they have really been making Connect shovelware. So, I mean, they made Donkey Kong Country series, and they made um, Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Kazooie. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know what they've made recently. I, one of them is Connect Sports. I know that. Yep, Connect Sports, which was classic. That will go down in history, just like Donkey Kong Country. So while you're looking up that. A company that hasn't released a game in a while, but we know what game they have, and they need to talk about it, is CD Projekt Red, and they yes. haven't said anything. They've literally just tweeted, beep. They tweeted yep. beep on that on the Cyberpunk 2077 Twitter account, their most recent tweet in four years. To me, that means they're going to be showing this game off, or at least talking about it more this year. If they did that and they it's did nothing all time. year, they'd be assholes. I didn't realize how long ago it was that we first heard about this game. Yeah, it's been a long... It was since, I think, before The Witcher came out is when we first heard about it. And that game's been out for a while now. 2012. So, there's that. And actually, I have have all Xbox stuff after this. Go for it. I'm going to just mention what Rare's been doing since they uh, were purchased by Xbox. I want to hear this. They've been doing... Chad, shut up. I want to hear this. Okay. Okay, you can go now. Conquer, live and reloaded. <laughs> uh, they did Cameo, Elements of Power. I've actually seen that. They did Perfect Dark that Zero, which was a which 360 was an okay launch game. title. Uh, Perfect Dark Zero was also a 360 launch title. Viva Pinata. The DS I've heard that's not a terrible game. People who play that, I think, liked it. I think. Okay, okay. Uh, Viva Pinata, Diddy Kong Racing DS, which you know what? 
I look back on Diddy Kong Racing on N64, and I'm like, damn, I had a lot of fun playing that game. But then everyone shits on the game. It's like, was I just eight? And I probably was, yeah, just eight. That's because uh, Mario they did Kart Jetpack well. Refueled. And they Ooh. also did Viva Pinata Trouble in Paradise, Viva Pinata Pocket Paradise, <laughs> Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, Connect Sports, Connect Sports Season 2, Killer Instinct, Killer Instinct Sports, or Connect Sports Rivals. Rare replay. That's a win, and now Sea of Thieves. So they they don't have a. Uh, it's, I'll be honest. It's not as hit bad as a hit, hit track record. Yeah, no, reading that what, was a little more positive than I thought. But it was more positive than I thought. Yeah, I mean, Killer Instinct. I haven't played, but I know they've been supporting that consistently, which means it has yeah. a following. Um, did you play the new Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts? No, it was much more of like a, I think it was like a puzzle game, and new is relative because yeah. I think that's well, still... newer Banjo Kazooie game. The yeah, newest two thousand eight game. God, 10 years ago. They, I, actually, Wikipedia describes that as a vehicle construction <clears> game. <laughs> I do remember that. You, I remember them talking about you can construct vehicles. Um, I, I mean, have three but more that's nothing stories. compared to their Donkey Kong Country, uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, 3. Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run Super NES game? God, I forgot about that. Dude, I've never even um, heard of that before. Are you joking what? or are you being serious? No! Ken Griffey, you're out! Oh, God. That baseball on SNES. Yeah, it was great. Battle oh, Toads. sports. Yeah, it would be sports. Sports. Deportes, deportes, sports. deportes. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Keep going. You're fine. I have three news stories. Two are... Actually, they're all related to Xbox. Two are pretty much the same thing, though. Okay. So, first one is that the Duke controller... <laughs> Did you just text me, me too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I just saw your text right now that you were ready to record. <laughs> <laughs> so um microsoft uh blah you, you totally got me off track the xbox duke <laughs> controller which is like the xbox og the original xbox controller yeah. uh from hyperkin the game, same guys who are making the ultra game boy uh is gonna be coming out for the xbox one it's gonna be 70 dollars and it's gonna add a few buttons it's gonna have the um the left and right shoulder buttons i believe yeah uh, bar, bumpers on the original yeah, and then they're going to have just like the menu and options buttons that are on an Xbox One because they have to be Did, there. You never had an Xbox, right? Original Xbox? No, I had a 360. I didn't have Did you ever Xbox. use the Duke? At, like, was, at a I, mean, I have used it. It's huge. It's, it's massive. enormous. And I think they're going back to the big one, not the smaller one they released later on. Yeah, this, yeah the smaller one. I think the, Actually, I think back then they called it the Xbox S controller or something like that. Oh, really? Like S was part of the thing. Yeah, I had one of each, and the Duke was enormous. I remember because I was younger at that point, I could barely hold it comfortably. It was just so I don't know huge. how I did. As a kid, I, I played on it. I guess I enjoyed myself, but I don't know how I held on to that thing. It's also going to have an OLED screen in the middle of it. Why? Just to show the Xbox logo and do the... Just oh. to make it the same cost as a regular controller? <laughs> like, guys, this is too cheap. we got to add something else. No, it's going to play the original Xbox startup sound through that, I guess. When you turn it on, I don't know. It sounds strange, but I don't think they're gonna have like. It's I don't think it's a touchscreen where you can like, actually interact okay. with it. Gotcha. The other two are updates to Xbox, um, Xbox software. Mm. And one is only for the alpha testers. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> where's this energy coming from? I don't from? know. <laughs> right before we started, I was yawning. I was like, "Oh man, I'm getting sleepy." It's 6.30 at night. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're having fun. We're having fun doing That's this. right. This is all about fun. This is why I'm not a journalist. I'm just about the fun. Journalism can be fun. No, journalism is never fun. Don't you remember yellow journalism from the Vietnam War? 
Was I mean, Spotlight made journalism very fun. Oh, man, Spotlight. Have you seen The Post? The Post is also very excellent. I'm going to see that. I haven't seen it yet. It's not here in shitty Rhode Island yet, so we don't get oh, cool okay. movies here. Gotcha. Yeah. So going back to this, there, there's the Alpha Ring testing group for Xbox. They kind of test yep. out beta features first. And right. they're doing um, two tests right now that I think are actually very cool. Um, they're doing something called Next Achievements. Which is kind of just like saying, hey, we're going to show you the achievements that are coming up for you. Like, things you're close to getting. And okay, then gotcha, gotcha. It, there's okay. something else about achievements coming up later on as well. Like, you have a confused look on your face. Yeah, yeah. There's something like, else ah, we're going to talk okay. about. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, it, it highlights achievements that you're close to completing. So, it's like, hey, you need to get that 1,000th headshot in this game. You're only, yeah. you know, 100 away from that right now or something like that. I'll let you know when you're getting closer. The yeah. other thing is a do not disturb function. So, you can play a game and say your online yes. status says, do not disturb me. I'm playing Sunset Overdrive or I don't know, whatever you're playing right or now. Or watching a movie. No, only playing Sunset Overdrive, Chad. You're, you're right. The Do Not Disturb feature only works on Sunset Overdrive. Yes. And I other think Insomniac games. I've only had an Xbox One for a while, but I think one of the things about Xbox One achievements is they all have, regardless of game, like on a system level, they have a progress meter. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, oh man, this is get 100 kills with a machine gun, on the system dashboard you can see, oh... I've gotten 78 kills. So it tracks everything. So I think it's cool that it shows you, oh, well, this is the one you're closest to. I think that's great. That's cool. Um, That's a good addition. Honestly, if I was – because I think it was – this is such a random reference. I played, unfortunately, Resistance Burning Skies on the Vita. Mm. (laughs) And um, it was the only game I've come close to platinuming. Because I went back. Really? Yeah. Only because it's a really easy platinum. In my first playthrough, I was only – I only had to kill one bigger monster. You haven't to... platinumed anything on PS4 yet? No, nothing. I've never platinumed because I don't go. I to thought comp- we got you the. No, that was Tim. We got the platinum on Bloodborne. I thought. No, no. Because the I amount that I... you've played Bloodborne, you should have a platinum in that. You're close, man. I don't think so because I have to. Oh, I don't know. We'll look into that. Some you have to do the Chalice Dungeon stuff, and I think that's all you have yeah. left. Yeah, and then beating and, the and boss the... with the umbilical cords. Yep, that as well. Because I got to the boss, didn't eat the umbilical cords. <laughs> I just had some inventory still because I'm awesome. Um, so what was I saying again? Yeah, so I was I had to kill one giant monster in Resistance Burning Skies, and I would have had the platinum for that game. I'm kind of glad I don't have the platinum for it, though, because it's been really lame to have that as my only platinum. Resistance yeah. Burning Skies, a really terrible shooter on the Vita. Um, but, like, if I had gotten that notification saying, hey, you only have to do this one thing in that in, in this to get a platinum – at the younger age I was at the time, I probably would have gone in and gotten that. So it would have you been nice to get... You that you were that close to it? No, I was looking at my achievements, like, later on at one point, and I saw, like, resistance was, like, 99% or something. I'm like, really? And I went into it, and it was just one thing I had to do. Uh, so anyway. Idiot. Um, other than that, there are some updates for Xbox that are coming to... Apparently, you're coming to everybody. This is not official, I don't think. I think this is unofficial, the career system with loot crates thing. Is this what you're talking is, about? Yeah, that is like heavy rumor. Like it okay, might not yeah. even be an active development kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so the idea with the career system is this: is, it is that it rewards players who want to play one game, basically. Yeah, there was an interview a few months ago where they said, "Hey, 
there are people who like with PUBG out now and things like that. They play one game. They play Overwatch. They play mm-hmm. these or one FIFA things. or like Madden or something like that. People right. who play just those sports games. And our achievement system isn't built for that kind of thing, so they don't mm-hmm. see the reward from that. So they wanted to rework the way that they would do it. So as you mentioned, yeah, they now have options for loot boxes that will pop in depending on how many hours you've played this game, or they might have uh, different. Um, different weekly or monthly goals that you can have where, oh, play this game and you'll get special achievements for the month of March or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a smart idea. Yeah. It'll keep their community engaged when there are people who would have been harder to keep having, have blah, would have been harder to keep them engaged because they only play the one thing. They don't play the five games that are on the game pass that have the special right. achievements with them. They just want to play Call of Duty. They just want to play right. Halo. And it could be are, that... I'd say there are more players like, like Destiny that. Destiny Two, yeah, it can be that Destiny Two type thing where it's like, hey, if you this week, like every week that you complete the Nightfall, the the daily quests, and whatever the fuck, every time that you complete all of these things, you get an achievement that week. That way, they completely keep building their gamer score. They could, I think, the the reward system too is just another extension of a way that Microsoft <laughs> is just making itself as a gaming community a better place this generation. Yes. Um. So that that's really cool to see, like avatar rewards or possibly like yeah. So when I Microsoft points or things like that, when I saw the headline, I was concerned because the headline was terrible. The headline was like doing career systems that will have built-in loot crates, and I'm like, oh Jesus, like that sounds awful. But it's actually not a bad idea. The idea is that like you do the certain things and they give you special glasses or hats for your avatar. That's the loot crate. It's not like it's yeah. changing a game you're playing or anything like that. It's just. You can kind of personalize yourself. And when you go to see someone else's profile, then you can kind of say, oh, they do really well in Halo 5 because they have that Halo 5 special T-shirt that you get yeah. for playing 500 hours or something like that. That's, I think it's very clever. And this is just another example where I said this in my predictions that – or not my predictions, but like last week we talked about what Microsoft has to do. So they have to highlight the things that they're doing to make their community better. Because yeah. everything you've told me, they have a better – they have better things in their community. They just don't have as big of a community. Yep. So I think cool it's stuff. really cool. Again, though, however, that is huge. Uh, just yeah, rumors. Rumor. I'm sure there's it's been kicked around, and it, but like it it's sounds something pretty... that they don't even know if it's in active development. But it's something it that sounds been plausible. About. It sounds like I can see Phil Spencer getting on stage at E3 and saying, "Hey guys, we have this system," yep. and laying it out. It seems very plausible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I got for news stories, but we do have Hold on, we have I've got one two more story news stories. Left. I've got two more. I've got two more. Hold oh, I on. thought you said you were done. Okay, I'm no, sorry. No, I didn't say I was I'm so done. sorry, Jen. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Did you ever as a kid, like, make yourself cry so much that you were going to throw up? I was a very happy child, unlike you, apparently. Shut up. No, you weren't. <laughs> Life sucked for you. <laughs> um, one, I thought was just an impressive number. From basically Black Friday to the end of December, PlayStation 4 sold 5.9 million units. I said that earlier. Uh, you said 6 million, and you just kind of half-assedly said it, so I don't know if everyone <laughs> caught it. So it's, you know, as our, as our PlayStation ambassador, I want to make sure that people know how great they're doing, because we've talked about the Switch numbers for, mm-hmm. it seems like, every week for the rest of time. Uh, I really can't stand the Switch. <sighs> One more thing I wanted to read! Oh, 404 not found. Great. Well, I'll read the headline at least. <laughs> uh, uh, so on GameSpot, there's an article that I guess doesn't exist anymore, maybe. That's really that funny. says, new PlayStation boss pledges support for single-player games. So as we all know, um, 
the CEO of PlayStation. Shit, I'm blanking on his name. He just stepped down. Andrew House. Andrew House, yes. Yeah. Andy House just stepped down. Uh, he's still at the company, just in a different role, a little bit more general role. But somebody else took over for him, who's been at the company for about a year now. And he's saying, hey, don't worry. Now that I'm coming in, single-player games aren't going away. It's still very much our bread and butter at Sony Worldwide Didn't Studios. did someone find out that was a fake tweet, though? I don't know. Maybe that's why it's not up. Yeah. I, I think, think it was an interview. No, I think it was an interview, not a tweet that that came from. That was a tweet. There's something where like it turns out it wasn't true or something like that. Either way... I'm sure he believes that because it seems to be the philosophy at Yeah, I'm sure this guy's not going to come and be like, hey, guess what? Everything that's making us number one, I'm going to fucking bomb it. <laughs> Every game required loot boxes for progression. Yes. Yeah. Um, Every what? game is literally just you open the game, it gives you a loot box, and you have to wait <laughs> 10 days or buy another loot box. And that's the game. There's no gameplay. And games know $70 a piece. We charge more and make you buy continuously every single time you play the game. I'm not against $70 games. I'm not either. We've talked about that. Shut up. Tell us the last whatever the goddamn you were going to tell us. So we have a story about the direct and how it happened. But I I had this idea for a new segment called Non-News of the Week, which is basically a story that's just like, why? This isn't news. It's not news. Non-news. It's ridiculous to say this. And I have an example story. Then I have a legit story I want to talk about that's not news. Okay. The, the the joke story is this this is true. Nintendo Switch outsells the Wii U in France, which is <laughs> such a weird qualifier. It's just not a market that's like super important globally or anything like that. And it's it was like nine hundred eleven thousand to eight hundred thirty thousand or something like that. Kind of versus yep. that doesn't matter. It's just another one of those. Oh, people will click on this. Let's post yep. it. So that's an example of like what you should expect from this. Like Stories are just like, it's just non-news. So I found this one, and the headline would make it seem like, that actually sounds like it's pretty big news. And you read into it, it's like, that is ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. And it's Nintendo Switch is selling three times faster than PS4 in Japan. Here's how they qualify it, though. They okay. say, keep in mind, PS4 came out in November 2013, right? So they say mm-hmm. that in the time frame of March this year, or March of uh, last year to December of last year, the Switch sold three times more than the PS4 did in March of 2014 to December of 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Like the, Which is the not PS4 even had like been out... the launch months. It's yeah, just like exactly. A, it's a, a few months after few the months. launch months. It's just oh some random months, yeah. So it's just such a not fair comparison. It's They're just ridiculous. looking at, how do we, how, we need another Switch numbers story. Somebody exactly. make up some stupid metric. But then you look at the source for this, and it might be my favorite name for a Nintendo-specific blog ever. Okay. Because, <laughs> of course, this came from a Nintendo-specific blog. Right. It is from Nintendo Soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So that's the non-news of the week, that arbitrarily the Nintendo Switch outsold by three times the PS4 in Japan. Oh my god! That's not news. People, please read articles. Can't handle it because that headline is very, um, very clickbait. clickbait. Yeah. Yep. Everything's clickbait. Get out of my house. Clickbait. <laughs> Get out of my face. But we do have a real news story to end this off now. And this oh! is a, I think this is a pretty big story. I think this is awesome. They had a direct. Nintendo had a direct last week. Are you kidding me? They had a direct. I know. And I it didn't came, watch it. I'm just kidding. I watched it. And it came out of nowhere. And I want to give Nintendo kudos for. Pretty brilliant non-marketing that was great marketing. I don't know, man. I don't know. Go into it, though. So, what were your thoughts? My thoughts were, 
the community first of all nintendo said nothing until the until the direct yeah. dropped aside from their couple of like trolling people who were mm-hmm. overhyping it themselves that's what i loved <laughs> but it's like everyone else built up this direct so much artificially yep. for no reason off of no evidence for and then were people are like oh that was such a kind of poopy direct it was like well that's your fault you oh yeah totally those people's fault and, and fucking speculated 500 page neograph threads and like th- that's all your fault. Nintendo did nothing other than like throw out these teaser images because you were being ridiculous. <laughs> so the reason I think it's good marketing is that there were so many leaks. There were an incredible amount of leaks for a, yeah. like a, back in I think it was what like November. They were saying, "Hey guys, there's gonna be a direct on January 11th," which is when it actually happened. There was a leak from EA talking about their game. Um, is it Fee or Faye? I still can't remember. Faye. Faye. Okay. And they had another leak about um, a way out. And for some reason, it was a fake leak, but that also said January 11th. So that kind of got people riled up about it. And, um, or no, they said uh, in the way out one that something in January for Nintendo, they're going to have announcements. And I can't remember what it was. But there was another thing from EA saying it's going to happen this day. And there were yeah. all sorts of like the insiders talking about January 11th. People were getting super hyped about it. And then the news is kind of, okay, well, usually they announce it a few days beforehand. That was the consensus people had made, was a few days before a Direct, they announced the Direct. And then those days passed and nothing happened. And then people <laughs> on Reddit were freaking the fuck out. It was, I'm on Reddit all the time, so I got to see this firsthand, and it was really fucking hilarious to to see people getting really panicked. And then it was the day before, and we were even texting back and forth going, they need to announce this, because it's quite obvious this is going to happen. They just need, yep. to, just need to talk about this. They uh, they released this picture of Chibi Robo, which is a character from the GameCube, holding a Praise the Sun stance from Dark Souls, or the Platoon stance, and he's on fire. And there's no context, they just released it, and it just perplexed and confused and got people even more <laughs> upset. But I think it's so brilliant because people talked about it more as a result. There's more communication yeah. online about this, and if they had just said, hey, tomorrow, 9 a.m., we're going to have a direct... People have been like, all right, cool. And then only Nintendo like people who are like super hardcore would have been talking about, well, what are they going to talk about? What's going to be in it? They got more people talking about it. So I think that was really successful. It was as kind our, of frustrating. As our local Reddit observer, mm-hmm. that's you. I'm asking you as our local yeah. Reddit observer. Do you Are people generally pleased or disappointed by this Direct? So let's talk about the direct first, and then we'll get okay. into that because gotcha. I want to talk about our opinions first. But there's definitely something to talk about there. Cool. Um, so let's go into the direct. Let's just go game by game. It was right. a, it was a mini direct. We need to qualify that it was yes. a mini direct. They made a point of saying that it was 15 minutes long, and I think they packed a lot of announcements. I think in so 15 too. Minutes. There was a lot of stuff in there. So we're going to start with the world ends with you. Yeah. Which was a DS game that got ported to iOS, and now we're getting. Um, another version called the Final um, Mix. It's the original game, and they said there's going to be new story content along with it. Yep. After that, we got Pokken. So there's going to be some new Pokemon in Pokken. They're going to have what's called a Battle Pack, which is their DLC, that's coming out in two waves. Wave 1 is January 31st. Wave 2 is March 23rd. Then they jumped into Kirby. I have a question and, for you. Yeah. The Battle Packs and Pokken tournament. Yeah. So they, they include two new playable characters. Yes. Blastoise. Mm-hmm. And Aegis Strike is how the guy in the video was saying it. A E G I S. Now this is oh. a word I've only ever read in video games. Mm-hmm. I have never heard said aloud. Is it pronounced Aegis? 
Oh, I'm not a Pokemon person. Like I even I enjoy no, those games. I, I'm I not mean, like a super. It's Pokemon It's something person. like RPGs. It's a skill that like gets you shield and things oh, like that. You see okay. it all the time. A e g i s. I've always pronounced it Aegis, but this guy thirty thousand times said Aegis. I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I'm now impressed. I'm he said Aegis right thirty thousand times in fifteen minutes. That's really impressive. Yeah, and I mean, dude could sell things at an auction. <laughs> uh, so I have I no idea. Going. I want to tell you. Keep going. Keep going. So we talked about Kirby. After that, there's going to be two new abilities that they that they showed off. There's an artist ability and a spider ability. The spider ability, I don't know, looked kind of fun. You just kind of like weave your enemies into like a little like, little, yeah. um, like cocoon web almost. Like they're kind of wrapped up in it. And it also looked good. The game looks fantastic. It's coming out March 16th. So it's going to be kind of the Nintendo game for, for March with Bayonetta being February's game. They also in there kind of just threw in really quickly that there's going to be a Kirby Battle Royale demo out on 3DS. Battle Royale. Kirby PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. And then they're going to have Dragon Quest Builders demo on the Switch out right now as well. Yeah. Jumping in after that, they showed off um, Hyrule Warriors, the definitive edition of that game. It's going to have all the DLC and all the 3DS content, plus Zelda and Link from Breath of the Wild are now in the game as well. Did You you played that one, right, on Wii U? I did not. I've never played Hyrule Warriors. I thought you had played it. Somebody played it. Nope, was not me. Oh, well. No? Are you going to get it? I don't know. I mean, I, everyone knows who listens to this podcast regularly. I'm a massive Zelda fan. And I just don't know if this is how I want to play Zelda, so yeah. I don't. I might not get it. I don't know, but I've heard good things about it. Like it's definitely. Did you been... know it's from the same people who made Dynasty Warriors? Yes, I did know that. Are you being? Facetious? That was a callback to last week's episode when oh, we had okay. the back and forth about Dynasty Warriors. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Okay, that's right. Yeah. I don't remember things. Um, quick note: this was mentioned after the direct, but there was a press release from Nintendo Hong Kong that suggested that the game is coming out there on March twenty second. Okay. And if it's coming out in China in March 22nd, it's not going to come out later in the U.S. and everywhere else in the world. So, don't know that. Don't know that for sure. After that, we have Mario Tennis Aces was announced. Okay. This game looks great. It looks awesome. It looks really, really good. This game looks so great. Just visually looks awesome. There were some things that I want to know more about, but it has a story mode, which was very much missing from the last many versions of mario tennis the last time it's been there was on the game boy advance i think so that's really exciting to see they said two things in there that make me go huh i'm curious what they mean by that one is new approach to mario tennis how could you really change tennis curious i don't know man but i'm excited and i like what i see oh i like what i see too the other thing i'm like what do they mean by this they said and i wrote this down new wrinkles in gameplay help read opponent actions Mm. And they didn't really show what that means. So, very curious to see more of this game. But this was one I've, of the better announcements. Yeah, I've never been really interested in, well, sports games in general, but even Mario sports. Except for I had Mario Strikers Charged on mm-hmm. Wii, which is yep. a soccer game. And that was fun as shit. But I'm I'm super, like, him, the story mode looks interesting to me. Like, yeah. him hitting the fireballs back to the Piranha Plant. Yes, like, it's that's not, the kind of shit I want to play. Yeah, it's not just, like, okay, now you're going to face Wario. Okay, now you're going to face Bowser. Now you're going to face, like, Peach. Like, it's yeah. there's different challenges they're kind of throwing in it. So that looks really cool. This will definitely be a purchase for me. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get this 2018. one. Yeah, th- I will definitely let someone tell me how this is, and then I'll probably buy it. I'll tell you how it is. I'm going to let a, a reputable, trustworthy source <laughs> who's not high on Nintendo cocaine. That's not true. I'm not hiding all Nintendo things. 
You're right, Hyrule Warriors. Did you know that that's developed by the same guys who made Dynasty Warriors? I did not know that. Thank you for sharing that, Chad. You're welcome. So, after that, we have Yeez 8, which I did not know how to pronounce this. Ease. Ease. Until he said it. So, it's Ease 8. Thank God I finally know how to pronounce that game. Yep. Because I'm never going to buy it. <laughs> also, I looked it up. It is pronounced Aegis, although Merriam-Webster lists Aegis as a secondary pronunciation. Ooh, but it okay. is Aegis. Well, Ease 8 is coming out in summer, and it's a JRPG. A Jerpaga. And more exciting news, uh, Mario Odyssey is getting an update. Yeah! Tell me about Hide and Seek with Luigi. I think this is awesome. So it's called Balloon Mode, and basically it's a waste of Luigi in the game, first of all. Yep. <laughs> I would have loved to have played as Luigi, but instead he stands there with a balloon and lets you navigate a menu to play a mini game. But the he mini game looks cool. basically is just a, a marker where you're like, cool, you have to start hiding from this. He could have just as easily been a pinpoint on the map. Yeah. So basically the idea of the game is there's two parts to it. There's find it and hide it. And find and hide it, you have 30 seconds to take a balloon and run somewhere in the world and hide it. And then in find it, surprise, surprise. It's the seek part of hide and seek. It's the seek part of it. You got to go and find that balloon in that same time frame. And it's, I know it's lame, but I think it's actually a really clever twist on what makes Super Mario Odyssey so good is yeah. how you navigate the world and how quickly you can do it. And I think there's yeah. going to be some really challenging ones that get hidden just because there are some people who are really good at this game. And I'm very excited to play it, especially because it's free. They're not charging you for this. Right. It's totally free. I think it's free. cool that it's a, it's an extra. Like, if you found all the moons and you're still looking for challenges, like, people can create artificial challenges for you to go find. Exactly. And, they're, and just the levels are so well designed. And this is going to be good just because of how well the worlds are designed and how quickly you can navigate it. You know what I'm going to do, though? What? I'm going – so you have these 30-second spurts. So you're just – I don't know whether you get to, like, choose, oh, look, Holden hit a balloon. Let me find Holden's balloon. Or whether it just shows you a balloon that some rando hid. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to populate the world with really poorly hidden balloons <laughs> so that I waste people's time. We're like, oh, I can't wait to find something. And there's, like, a balloon that's just, like, on the ground next to them. So people get pissed off. and like, damn it, I wanted to find something challenging. Here's a question about it is that let's say you're in metro, the Metro Kingdom, right? Can yep. you go down into like the the um, the energy plant below the city? Like, wh- I guess what's we your can limitation? Make it there in Thirty seconds, maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. There are three more things in that update. Three more outfits, I should say. There's a uh, knight helmer, a knight uh, a helm and armor, which looks I awesome for Dark Souls. Yep. Which I love that picture is on Reddit of Dark Souls remastered, and then it shows Mario in that armor instead. That was really yep. awesome. And then that's how you have to play the Nintendo version, is you have to play as Mario in that armor. <laughs> there's a musician hat and outfit, which is going to be like Metro Kingdom themed. And then very interestingly, there's going to be sunshine shades and outfit. Very interesting they use the term sunshine. I wonder if that's yeah. a hint at a sunshine virtual console coming out at some point whenever Whoa. virtual console comes out. You are grasping at straws, man. <laughs> Let's see. They the do word hints. sunshine shows up in a game. It, it looks shows up in a Mario like game where one Mario game is Mario called Mario Sunshine. sunshine. Oh, man. I'm just saying. just saying. That's the first <laughs> thing I thought of when they said Sunshine Shades. The first thing I thought of. Um, and you said, oh, instantly that means it's a leak and there's going to be a could, game release on Virtual Console on that. Switch that's not even announced because Virtual Console doesn't exist on it Switch. It means that it could mean that. Oh, I'm saying it man. definitely does. It could mean that. Okay. I'm very excited, Chad. Shut up. So okay. that comes out in February. So we don't have to wait that long. That's next month. Next, they announced, I think, the biggest game of the whole Direct. I was really excited about this game. SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy. Yeah. I can't wait to play this game. In this political climate, all of these heroines fighting, 
It's amazing. Me too, Ted. Yep. Me too. Hashtag you too. <laughs> you too. Uh, I've never heard of SNK before, and I got on Reddit, and people were really excited about this You've game. You've never heard of SNK before? Never heard of SNK before. You've never even seen a game title? It's like SNK versus... Nope. I can't think of another one right now. Though. Exactly. Capcom? It was SNK versus Capcom, I think. Never even heard of it before. Okay. So, I'm, I'm sure it's a wonderful game. Never heard of it. Well, I'm glad that you and your misogynistic <clears throat> views are going to give it the time of day. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Mario Rabbids is after that. They got uh, additional DLC, which is going to feature Donkey Kong as a playable character. Yeah, I'm interested. They didn't actually show gameplay. They just showed a quick little CGI trailer. It's like, I don't know how he's going to fit into that. So there were some hints in there, actually. I think I, I have an idea of what his special abilities are. Yeah, First of all, he's going to be the heavier character, so probably like more health or something like that. Maybe yeah, he can't like move a tank as far. like Mario Rabbid. Exactly. He throws that banana, and it knocks down three of the rabbits. So I think that's his, like, special ability. His boomerang banana? Boomerang banana. He also threw up rabbit peach very high up in the air. So I think he'll be able to throw characters farther. Because hmm. he's hmm. strong. He's Donkey Kong. He's Donkey Kong. Do you think there's going to be a donkey rabbit? Are we going to get the, the mini boss or the boss of that one level? And he takes a... up, like, three cells of, of yep. the map and you're on it. Yeah, totally. Um, Payday 2 is after that. It's coming February 27th. There's going to be a new playable character named Joy, and he's good Enjoy. at hacking. He's got hacking abilities. Joy the boy. Joy the boy. Faye is after that. It's yeah. EA platform game. I wrote down gorgeous. It's really pretty looking. Yeah, I think because of that, I think a lot of that, that, um, what am I trying to say, Holden? I don't know what you're trying to say. I think a lot of the, the sell of that game is going to be the experience, the visuals tied with the soundtrack. Yeah. Like, it's going to be... I mean, it's a platformer, but I think those are what's really going to sell the game and make it beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I think for that reason, I'm going to play it 4K HDR on my PlayStation 4. Not getting on Switch? I am so not surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, but hey, I'm leaning towards Dark Souls on Switch, so... If I buy Faye, which I probably won't, I'd still probably buy it on Switch. But that's because I like my Switch. Yeah. Yeah. A game I will also not be buying on Switch is Celeste, coming out January 25th. Celeste. I don't even remember that from it, actually. It was like a um, 2D side-scrolling game where, I guess, going up a mountain or something like that. I don't know. I didn't quite understand what the game was. But it's 2D side-scrolling platforming game. Oh, yeah, I don't know how I missed that. I must have blacked out. It was really quick. They just showed it off. And then after that, they announced another one of the bigger announcements and that is DK Country Tropical Freeze. Donkey Kong Country. No, it's DK Country. It's Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking pumped for this. Because you never had a Wii U, and you love Donkey Kong That's right. Country. I love Donkey Kong Country games. And apparently this is one of the best ones. And I'm so fucking pumped. And has Funky Kong mode. Well, Funky Kong is the, is the baby mode. Like, you yeah. can't die mode no, if I you know. play as yeah. Funky Kong. But... I thought that was Which really I guess, funny. I mean, yeah, if you're playing with a baby and you're like, oh, you want to pretend like you're actually making a difference in this game too because you're four, you can play with me, yeah. That's been one of my favorite memes coming out of this Nintendo Direct is people are just taking any game cover and just adding the corner Funky Kong mode <laughs> and everything. They had a, a, a cover for Dark Souls Remastered, which is Funky Kong mode. And I want to play Dark Souls in Funky Kong mode. That sounds awesome. Won't you take me to? So it's coming out May fourth. So it's not that far away. Yeah, May fourth. I think I'm this is the shit out of that. I hope there's ex- an online multiplayer mode because then I'm going to buy my parents a Switch and we're going to play like shit. Co-op undocked, um, but I don't know about um, 
There's gonna be co-op undocked. I don't know about online co-op. I kind of doubt it because it wasn't in the original. But game. hold it. Sorry, Chad. You just have to pay for playing to get your will be player, to your single place. player or via local co-op. God damn it. Yep. Um, but it comes at May fourth. So on May fourth, you just fly your parents up to your place and you just play it for a little bit. I, I they would love that. I would love that. Let's do it. Yeah, let's, they're going to do it. Let's this is the, exactly the kind of game that should have been ported. Yeah, this is exactly because it's a game that was really, really well received. No one bought a Wii U. I don't think people play Donkey Kong Country games that much anymore to begin with. I don't think it's just in their thoughts a lot. Um, and since there's not so much in the beginning of this uh, of of 2018, it has a chance to kind of make a, a big statement. Yep. So we'll see. Then after that was my favorite announcement, and that what was is that? Dark Souls Remastered. Yeah, finally it was. got announced for the Switch. <laughs> I've been saying it forever. I know you have. I'm I'm so happy for you. You doubted me, but I turned out to be right. It I'm happened. So happy for you. I mean, for eight months, you writhed in pain <laughs> and you stressed yourself out, and then they finally delivered for you. Yep. I writhe in pain so that on May 25th I can writhe in pain and play Dark Souls right. on my Switch. That's right. Cannot wait. Super pumped about it. We already talked about it before, so we're going to end right there. So yeah. what were your thoughts on this direct, Chad? I thought it was actually a, it was a, a jam-packed 15 minutes. Absolutely. And there was at least a solid five things in there that I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Totally. Dark Souls, Donkey Kong, uh, I won't play Luigi, Mario Tennis, uh, DK joining Rabbids. I'll probably go back and play that. And I made up the fifth one, I guess. Oh, Faye. Although I'm, I'll play that on PS4. But that's cool that it's coming to Switch. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with everything you said. Um, I'm excited for the same exact games. Donkey Kong Country is going to be great. Mario Tennis is going to be great. Of course, Dark Souls is going to be great. Um, even though this wasn't a big game for me, this is a game that had a big impact to people online, and that was The World Ends With You. Yeah. Lots of people are super pumped about that game. It was apparently very, very good when it came out in the DS originally. Um, it's, you know, I might be more excited for this than I was for the E3 stuff. Really? Yeah. I mean, because honestly, all I can remember from the E3 stuff is Metroid Prime 4 title screen. Um, <laughs> and that interview was like, a Pokemon is coming. I'm going to go back to drawing now. <laughs> and then they talked about, like, Yoshi and Kirby. Yeah, pretty much. Like, this has a lot more shit that I'm actually excited about and mm-hmm. looking forward to. And it was I love the style of it too, just like bam, next thing, okay, bam, next thing. They spent no more than a minute on each game. It was really quick. That's awesome. So I liked it a lot. Um Let's get into um my the things we didn't like though. I think it's we pretty much liked it. Is there anything you didn't like about this? I don't think so. It's the thing I disliked. I just think there were some things that were missing that should have been there. And I'm not talking about Metroid, I'm not talking about Pokemon. Uh where is this online stuff? Where is Oh, that's not going to come in the mini direct. They need to talk about that stuff soon, though. They need to talk yeah, about yes. that stuff. Yes, and but, I mean, if you go into a mini direct expecting virtual console totally, yeah. and online service, like, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going... I'm not disappointed by any means. I'm not saying, I'm like, this is horrible. Nintendo's failed. They're They're ruined. But I think they should have at least mentioned like and we hope to update you soon on this stuff or something to say that's where i think they should have gotten out in front of the messaging and been like hey two days from now we're gonna have a mini direct don't get your hopes up about online service that's where i think they failed in the messaging yeah yeah i got people talking about it but i i i can see that i think that's a that's a fair point um 
But I think this went really well. And to go, you asked me beforehand, what do people online think about this? Yeah. They are so split. There are people who are going, really? this is the great direct. Yeah, sure, it was mini. They didn't talk about Metroid. Sure, but there were some great things that were announced. They talked about Donkey Kong Country. Dark Souls is finally coming. Mario Tennis. Like they just, Everyone seemed to have something that they, that they liked. Minus Celeste. Yeah. No one seemed to care about Celeste. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, there are people who are just so pissed that there are tons of ports on Switch. And it's really pissing people off. Is this is just nonstop ports? I don't want ports. I kind of don't mind ports, depending on what they are, at least. And I think ports are actually kind of best on Switch because it's not like it's just a better version of the game. It's now a version of that game I can take with me anywhere I go. Yeah. And I think that's what like I'm more okay with ports on Switch than any other system. I think I might want to get into ports a little bit more in general yeah. next week. I wouldn't mind talking about that. I think my initial kind of thought on ports is every console has them. Every single console has ports in the beginning. Yeah. There's, I name me one console that hasn't in the, the modern era of gaming. PS4 and Xbox One were littered with ports in the beginning. Super Nintendo Classic. It's all ports. <laughs> all ports of Super Nintendo games. You're right. You're right. What was I thinking? <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Um. Some, there's also a really interesting Reddit post I want to talk about. And basically the question was posed is, when is the next Direct going to be now? And someone brought up this point that whenever there is a mini Direct, within 20 days we get a full-on Direct. Was and it you that pointed that out? It was not Trying me. Trying to toot your own horn? No, it was not me. Um, I did my own research into it and came up with a different conclusion. But I think he makes a really good point. I don't think it means it's a for sure thing. Yeah. But I do think... It was labeled as a mini direct, which means that Nintendo sees this as something smaller as opposed to a bigger piece of content they could be talking about. Sure. And my two thoughts are I think it's possible. I'm not ruling it out. I wouldn't be surprised they just dropped another direct on us pretty shortly. The only They usually do those though for like single game focused ones. Like, hey, this is there's gonna be a like here's our mini direct with all this shit Mm -hmm. in it, and then we're gonna focus more on Fire Emblem for an entire direct not too far after that. They don't like in the, the Animal Crossing was not called a mini direct. It was just called an Animal Crossing direct. Right. Fire Emblem was just called an Fire Emblem direct. They labeled this one mini direct. So I looked into the list of directs myself to kind of see if that was a true claim or not. And it's true with one exception. The only time that they don't do a direct within 20 days after or a mini direct is if they do a series of mini directs in close proximity to each other. Hmm. So, does it mean they're going to do anything? No, but I think it's very, it's likely it could happen. What's more likely is in March we get another direct. Well, look at that. You guys are already overhyping yourselves. I think it's more likely. We already have a pretty good idea what the first half of this year looks like now. I think that's what I like most about how Nintendo's handling themselves right now is they're like, hey guys, every time we announce something, we're going to take a look at what's coming in the next three or four months. And that's all we're going to talk about. Yep, and then three or four months from now, we'll talk about what's coming in the next three or four months, which is very similar about. to what like Sony has done with you know God of War and Spider Man. It's exactly the same. It's exactly, exactly the same. The same. <laughs> they, except they say we're going to take a look at what's coming in the next three or four years, <laughs> and then three or four years from now, we'll talk about the next three or four years. <laughs> <laughs> Both have their their wins, but I think the the positive is that hey, I know in a few months I can play this game. How exciting! What right. the hell does the last half of this year look like though? Like I have a pretty good idea of what Sony's year is going to look like at this point. And they've done a good I, job communicating that. Yeah. I think we'll see it at the next, like, big direct that people care about that's not, like, a Kirby-focused direct or something like that. Yeah. It's going to be E3, I think. And it's going to be... 
Uh, here's our online not. service. Here's our virtual console. At this here's point, here's our rollout I... plan for it, and it's coming in the fall. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's. I can't decide if it's just the fanboy in me saying there's going to be a March Direct. They do one every few months anyway. I mean, when the Wii U came out, I looked. This is something surprising too. When the Wii U came out, they had a direct almost every two weeks. I didn't even know they had that much to talk about with the Wii U. <laughs> but the Switch, they haven't been doing them as frequently. But I feel like March, April will be an appropriate time frame to give us more updates on when um, Mario uh, um, Tennis is coming out and that kind of stuff. Because yeah. we don't have a release date, and they said it's coming out in spring, which is presumably before E3. Yep. So we'll see. We will see. We will see. You'll see, boys. That's Rent. You guys remember Rent? Nope. That's still relevant. <laughs> totally. <laughs> is that it for the Nintendo Switch um, Direct Mini? all the notes I got. Come leche, escuela mañana. Great. Let's move into our next segment called Subscriber Interrogatives. I think officially... Tying for first place on most active community member, we now have Fezzed IRL tying Michael mm-hmm. Schaff, who I think commented on two pictures once on Instagram. That is true, yeah. Um, Fezzed IRL throws another question at us on Twitter. Uh, you can do the same thing by tweeting at GP. Asks, has gaming taken the place of any hobbies or sports you used to enjoy? You know, I was a professional rugby player at one point, and I just stopped no, playing video weren't. games. <laughs> no, you weren't. Um, Maybe you were playing with bees on your rug, but you never left the house, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I had dead bees to play with on the rug. That you was were, my hobby. It was had, you know, beads. beads. Beads? You were playing with beads on the rug. I thought you said and bees. And you were a rug bead. I did say bees at first, okay. and then I switched it to beads. Yeah, we don't clean up. We just have dead bees everywhere in our house. <laughs> <laughs> it's beads. Bees? Beads. Beads? <laughs> That's Arrested Development. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you have more hobbies than I do. So I think you're just... trying to say that you don't want to answer this question? And no, I just no? don't have as interesting of an answer. I think as I grow older, because I'm old as dirt now, you 27. so old. I'm going to return to 28 in a month. Um, <laughs> yeah, one of the biggest things that's hard for me is figuring out what to let go of. Yeah. And that I have so many interests and things like that. And I just don't have time for everything anymore. And so you're, gaming you're actually, now. I know, right? Gaming has kind of taken a backseat. Okay, kind of like the last, I've been more into it since we started this podcast, but before that it was kind of more of a casual thing, but, um, music is something like mm-hmm. making music and writing music and playing music is something that I used to do a lot that I, I honestly, maybe the last time I picked up an instrument was two or three months ago, but it was, was a it conscious choice. Uh, no, it was my guitar and it was oh. for the comedy show that I do every weekend. That's, so. Wait, is that a cello and guitar are the same instrument, right? It's the same right, thing. You just turn them sideways. Cello, That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Cello. I for saying that. Oh, that was a great oh, movie, School of Rock. Uh, yeah. It's a great movie. Cello. Yeah. Bad connotation for me now. But, um, <laughs> oh, so yeah. yeah, music has kind of <laughs> taken a backseat now. I mean, of, of course, it's still something that I love and that I'll come back to every once in a while, but it definitely has taken a lower rung on it. Sports, I've since I became fat as a teenager, has video games, I'm sure, did not – well, they might have caused me to get fatter, but Pop-Tarts also <laughs> did that. But, yeah, sports definitely – The got amount of calories in a Mario Kart cartridge fat. is out of this world. You'd be surprised. <laughs> You're right. 
But yeah, I think for the for 2018, I'm putting behind a lot of things so I can focus on you know the last couple of years have really been really big into fitness and CrossFit mm-hmm. and um, gaming and our podcast, kind of putting a lot more and focusing on that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see some fun things in the future about that. Oh yeah. Um, so yes, music has kind of taken a backseat. I've always been an entertainment hobbyist. Like I just love entertainment in general. So like yeah. as a kid, I I. Probably said this before, but I didn't play a lot of games as a kid, mostly just because I didn't have a lot of games. My mom was like, here's your Zelda game for three Here months. your beads. Go here, play on the rug. Here are your beads. <laughs> <laughs> and I played Zelda so much, I, the bees were more interesting at a certain point. So <laughs> I played those. Um, no, so I didn't like play tons of games. I definitely played games. Like I was definitely still a gamer, I would say, but it wasn't huge. And so once I kind of moved out, got my you know, own place, and was able to play games more often. I kind of just delved into that a lot. Um, but I've always been writing. I've been writing is forever. Like, my dad is a writer, so I've always just kind of yeah. been like, like, like father, like son. And so I've been doing that almost, jeez. I have a story I wrote when I was eight years old, so like a long time. And that kind of has gone down. I still think about writing. I still write occasionally. But gaming has kind of been one of my main things at this point. But as life gets more complicated, you have it's like I'm back in school now. That's kind of taken over a lot. But definitely yeah. since the podcast started, I've picked, ramped up gaming quite a bit. Nice, hot. We have this segment where we have to talk about games we've been playing every week. So I kind of play games every week. I honestly, that's been running through my head. I was like, shit, I've only played Earthbound this week. I gotta play something else. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have something to talk about. And I'm glad I do. It's actually exposed me to a lot more stuff. Oh, totally, um, absolutely. Cool. Speaking of more stuff, what should I play this week? I think I'm going to play a little bit more Doom VFR. I'm going I'm to have a five-day, four-day weekend. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, where mm-hmm. I'm not going to be working at all. Ooh. I'm just going to be sitting on the couch being a game potato, playing a nice. whole lot of new stuff. <laughs> um, you know what? I might jump into Sunset Overdrive on my Xbox. Finally, it's about time. I think we recommended that on your Xbox checkbox. Xbox checkbox, yep. Yeah. Boom, we'll bring that segment back. Yeah, what are you I'm going to play, play this week? probably more of The Witness. They just started playing it like a few days ago again. Yeah. I'm really, really into that. But I want to, I have to like binge play Earthbound at this point. Yep. So yeah. I really have to play a lot of that. But I kind of was putting it off for a little while and I started playing it. And I just, I've been, I've had a huge grin on my face for every second of playing that game so far. So don't think it's going to be an issue playing a lot of that game in the next two weeks yeah. but yeah so speaking of that's our game of the month for this month yep. earthbound make sure you play it before january 31st because that's the end of the month and then that mm-hmm. game goes away forever because locked in disney's vault <laughs> <laughs> it'll be erased from your SNES classic it won't even be there anymore it's gone do we have a, a topic picks for pick for next week no but you brought up ports let's call it ports. ports what are your opinion on ports how has that changed since the console generation mm-hmm. started i think that's a good thing to kind of talk about totally yeah listen for ports again shout out to fez irl for interacting with us and giving us fan interaction and and Goodness. hope and light in our lives and that people are listening to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love you all. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.